All right, guys, welcome back to the 65 Movement. Uh, my name is Dr. Eric Petty, and we are still counting down our top 10 ways to age without getting old. Um, today's is going to be number nine. Uh, so if you did, if you didn't hear number ten, you can go back and you can look at look for the video or or check the podcast. Number ten was purpose, and, and we talked about how having a purpose in life, uh, specifically have uh, finding God's purpose for your life, really helps you uh, stick in there for the long haul, and helps you age without getting old. Uh, so now we're going to number nine. And number nine is something I've been talking about for years. If you have either of my books, 65 or Thou Shalt Eat Your Way Out, or if you read anything on 65book.com, you've probably heard me talk about uh, this topic. So number nine is going to be genetic predisposition. And the, the I guess we really should phrase it this way. Number nine is understanding your genetic predisposition. And this is super, super important. I know it's number nine, um, but I could easily move it up for some people to be in the top three. Because depending on who you are, your genetic predisposition may may start you in the the, uh, race of life right on the borderline of trouble. And that's really the thing to understand about genetic predisposition. Uh, genetic predisposition is basically, and I don't have the definition in front of me, but I'm going to just give you my own uh, definition. It's where you are, what you are predisposed to, you know, what are you most likely to do in life? Um, so I, I always explain it to my patients like, like it's a boxing ring and each of us is born and a a certain portion of the boxing ring or in a certain corner of the boxing ring. And if you just want to look at the big diseases that really harm people, um, and especially if we're just looking at Americans, you know, you can be born in the diabetes corner, meaning, uh, or, you know, imagine there's a line, uh, you know, the the boxing ring is our lines. You can be born right up on the diabetes line, meaning that if you do just a Uh, have a couple wrong moves, you're over the diabetes line and now you're going to be a diabetic. You could be born in the heart disease corner, meaning that you're right on the border of heart disease and all you got to do is eat uh, a few wrong foods, gain gain some weight, you know, be slightly overweight and you're going to be in the heart disease uh, corner. You can be in the obesity corner where, you know, some people, you you hear people say they're they're big-boned, Um, There are people who are genetically predisposed to being obese or being overweight. That doesn't mean they have to be overweight. It just means that if you don't really watch what you eat, you're going to be overweight because you're right. You're born right on that line. And all you got to do is take a couple steps. You're you're born right in that corner. All you got to do is step into that corner and then you're there. If when we look at genetic predisposition, there are things in our family history Uh, There are things that we can learn from our blood. There are things that we can learn from how our body reacts to activity, exercise, food that tell us our genetic predisposition. We need to understand our genetic predisposition before we start getting into the middle ages. 
Um, I, I would say that if you don't understand your ge- genetic predisposition by age 45, you, you got a problem. You know, if you can't identify that, you know what, I'm at a very high risk to become a diabetic by age 45, then then we got a problem. You, you should know if you're at a very high risk for cancers. You know, some people have a high, uh, they have a genetic predisposition for cancer. And if you look in your family history and you know that the people before you dealt with cancer, you have to push yourself away from that corner, push yourself away from that line in order to age without getting old. So just remember, our goal here is to age without getting old. It's to say I can age, but I don't have to uh, pick up diseases as I age. I don't have to succumb to the the things that my grandma succumbed to or my mother succumbed to. So we have to understand our genetic predisposition. So I encourage everyone, you know, look at your mom, look at your dad, look at your grandparents, look at the people around you, brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever you have around you. And that is one piece of the puzzle. Then look at yourself. You know, look at what happens when when you eat right or look at what happens when you eat wrong. You know, if you're one of those people who can eat whatever you want and you never gain weight, you go to the you go to your doctor's appointment, your cholesterol is perfect, your blood pressure is perfect. Then you need to get on your knees and look up to God and say thank you because he gave you one of those genetic predispositions that puts you right in the middle of that ring that I'm talking about where you are not you have to do a whole bunch to get to heart disease. You have to take a whole bunch of steps to get over to diabetes. You have to take a whole bunch of steps to get over to cancer. But if you're one of those people who you say, man, I exercise every day. I I don't eat fried foods. I don't eat fast foods. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm drinking a lot of water and I'm doing everything right. And you go to the doctor and your cholesterol's high. And you have to you have to tell yourself, well, I must have been born in the heart disease corner. I must have a genetic predisposition for this cholesterol to be high because I'm watching these other people eat bacon and burgers and fast foods and not exercise and their cholesterol is fine. I'm doing all the right things and my cholesterol is high. So I have a genetic predisposition for heart disease and high cholesterol. You have to understand that. Um, you know, you have you have to be able to, to analyze that and see it, but then you have to accept it. You have to accept that this is my genetic predisposition and I can't just ignore it. Um, you know, a lot of people just ignore it or they try to cover it up with a, with a medication. Um, you know, I, and I, I'm most of you who have listened to me for a while know that I am in that genetic predisposition where uh, heart disease, high cholesterol is is only a couple steps away from me. Um, just a quick, you know, if you've read Thou Shalt Eat Your Way Out, you know this story, but just a quick uh, flashback for me. I was a personal trainer, 6% body fat, uh, you know, I walked around South Beach with no shirt on, best shape of my life. I go home and in that same moment, my cholesterol is 380, which is almost double what your cholesterol should be. That is something that told me for sure. And I knew I'd known it before then, but I was kind of in denial. But that was something that told me that, look, no matter what I do, my cholesterol wants to be high. That's what it wants to be. No matter how good a shape I'm in, no matter how much baked chicken and oatmeal and all this stuff I eat, my cholesterol wants to be high. Now, if you know my story, I went on statin for a little while and then I discovered 
a plant-based diet. And I understood that for my genetic predisposition, I need to eat a plant-based diet in order to keep my cholesterol down, in order to lower my risk for heart disease. And you have to figure out what is the thing in your life that's like that. You know, what, what do you need to do to not have high cholesterol? What do you need to do to not have uh, diabetes? What do you need to do to, to make sure you don't have dementia when you're 60 or 70? What do you need to do to make sure that you don't end up with some type of cancer? You have to understand that. You have to understand the things that are most risky for you. And you have to understand how to intervene. So for number nine, understanding your genetic predisposition is imperative if you don't want to get old. Excuse me. Um, Because as you age, if you don't walk away from the things that you're genetically predisposed to uh, get, then you have no choice but to get old. You know, if my cholesterol is always high and I'm always going to be at a high risk for heart disease, heart attacks, etc., you know, that's going to put me on medications. You want to know the fastest way to get old? Start gathering up medications. Start start getting your medication count up. You know, medications have so many side effects and do so much stuff to your digestive system and slow you down in so many ways that that's the way we get old. You know, once you start taking five, six, seven, eight pills a day, you're on your way to getting old. So uh, it, it's, it's imperative that if you don't want to get old, that you just want to enjoy being 50 and 60 and 70 and 80 and 90 and 100 years old and wherever you want to go with it, that you don't start racking up pills to cover up diseases and conditions that are something that you can just study your genetic predisposition. And I, and I'd say, I believe that God has given us 30, 40 years to figure out our genetic predisposition. It's not like, you know, we in our teens or our twenties die from heart attacks and heart disease. You know, he's, he's a merciful God. So he's, He's not going to say, I'm only going to give you 13 years to figure out that you have a genetic predisposition for high cholesterol, Eric. And if you don't figure it out in 13 years, I'm going to give you a heart attack and kill you. He doesn't do that. He's merciful and he gives us mercy and grace. So the mercy is, you know, I'm going to give you time, even though you don't deserve it. I'm going to give you time to realize that, wow, you're eating all this baked chicken and tuna and protein shakes and you look good and you're building up your body to, to what this world thinks looks good. Um, but I'm going to give you I'm going to give you 30, 40 years to figure out that that's not the way for you, that you need to do something different so that your cholesterol doesn't go up. That That's what I got. And that's I'm, I'm promising you that that's what all of you get. Uh, You know, there is a there are a few people who are born with congenital issues and they will suffer early in life. And, you know, we can't really we can't really pick who who suffers and who doesn't. But for the majority of us, we will have time to figure it out. You know, so you have to ask yourself, am I lactose intolerant? Um, You know, is my gas and my and uh, and my bowels moving funny when I have ice cream or milk? And how how many times does that have to happen to you before you say, you know what, maybe I should put this milk in my body? 
You know, how many times do you have to go to the doctor and they, they tell you something about your digestion or maybe they just tell you something about your weight before you say, well, maybe I shouldn't do this or maybe I shouldn't do that. So we have time to figure out our genetic predisposition. But if you go into your 50s and 60s and 70s and you're still not able to identify the things that are really good for you, um, the directions you can move in life uh, versus the directions you can't move or the things that are really bad for you, then you are going to eventually get on that express train to getting old. You're going to start requiring medications. You're going to be slowed down by those medications and those bad habits that you might have. And, you know, those are all adjectives to getting old. You slow down, you become more dependent, um, you, you can't do the things that you used to do, or you can't do them with the same quality. So those are all the things that kind of describe getting old. So if we want to age without getting old, then we need to keep number nine in the forefront of our thoughts. You must understand your genetic predisposition. And you must be doing things in your life. The actions of your life must kind of correspond with your genetic predisposition. Okay. I hope everybody understands that. Um, You know, you can study this on your own. And and I don't want you to simplify this to just family history. It's not just family history because you'll find that different people in different families react different or are given a different genetic predisposition. Um, It's very easy to find one person in a family who has high cholesterol, uh, you know, all their life. And then one person who's had low cholesterol all their life or low blood pressure. You know, you're going to find some mismatches, mismatches. You have to study yourself and you have to find out your genetic predisposition, not just take a family history, because there's a big difference between genetic predisposition and habits you know, habits that family members uh, mimic and therefore come up to the same uh, disease or condition. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, you know, cancer runs in my family. Cancer likely runs in your family because certain habits run in your family. You know, if you have a family who who's raised pigs and, you know, I'm I'm not currently, but I'm going back and, and, you know, my family had a history of that. If you had a family who ate every part of the pig and has done so for generations, then you can't be surprised when that family has colon cancer. Um, If you have a family who historically does not exercise, then it's no, you know, it's no surprise when everybody in that family seems to be obese and have hypertension. You can't call that a genetic predisposition. You can't call that your genetics. It's just about the habits. So I don't I don't want anybody to be confused with genetic predisposition and habits. Genetic predisposition is something that is God drops you in the ring at this particular point. And if you walk two steps in this direction, you're going to you're going to encounter this condition or disease. But if you decide to walk the other direction, you're going to walk away from that disease or condition. Okay, we have that free will. We, but it, it takes uh, it 
takes just time to really look at ourselves. And unfortunately, the world is full of distractions and it, and it makes it hard for us to really look at ourselves and uh, how's our body reacting to the things they want us to eat? How's our body reacting to the things they want us to do? Um, you know, when you got a commercial uh, luring you to eat, you know, all types of animal products all the time, it's hard. It might be hard to say, you know what, man, I notice every time I eat uh, a burger or have a few ribs or even eat some mac and cheese or even have a turkey and cheese sandwich, I get a little tired and I can't I can't really function as well. I got to sit down and kind of rest it out a little bit. Uh, you know, you know, you might not realize that because everything you eat does that. But food is not supposed to make us rest. Food is supposed to give us energy. So, um, you know, if you really if you're not getting this, thou shalt eat your way out is a great resource. I really think I talk about genetic predisposition, how food plays a role in that. I think I think we talk about that a lot in that book. Um, talk about it a little bit in 65, but a little bit more in thou shalt eat your way out. So. And you also can ask me questions. Um, I, I, I think this is so important. I think this is so important for so many young people to understand their genetic predisposition. And if you know that you don't understand yours, let's talk about it. You can talk about it with me. You can talk about it with your loved ones. But we have to talk about it. We have to be aware of it if we want to age without getting old. Now, if you're fine with just you know, 50, 60 years old, you got to you, you start getting five or 10 pills to take and you just accept, you know, my mom had hypertension. I'm going to have hypertension. My mom had cholesterol. I got cholesterol. My mom had she was obese. I'm going to be obese. My mom died from a heart attack at 60 or a blood clot or a stroke or cancer. I'm going to die from one of those things, too, when I'm 60. If you're ready to accept that, then, you know, uh, you listening to the wrong guy. I'm not going to accept that. I don't want to accept that for me. And I really don't want to accept that for you. But it's up to you to take the proper steps, understand your genetic predisposition, and then let's do something about it. All right. That's my message. That's number nine, genetic predisposition. Again, you can always go back and look at number 10, which was purpose. Uh, I'm going to keep counting these down. We got eight more to go. Uh, let me know what you think, if these are in the right order, if, if this makes sense to you. If it doesn't, just, just give me some feedback. Again, if you're listening to this on a podcast, all you got to do is scroll down. I know Apple Podcasts is this way. You scroll down and you can push like one, two, three, four, five stars. You guys can go ahead and rate this, whatever you think. If you want to write something as well, it gives you the opportunity to write it. If you're watching this on a video, if you can share it, um, Everybody needs to know about their genetic predisposition. Everybody needs this seed planted today. Um, so share it with the people who you love. Make sure that this seed gets planted before they find themselves at 60 years old, you know, falling victim to their genetic predisposition. All right. Um, 65book.com on Facebook. Dr. Petty 65 on Instagram. Uh, the 65 Movement Podcast on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, the 65 Movement is also, I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, I will start kind of loading these into YouTube soon. Uh, and then www.65book.com is my site. I uh, got a whole bunch of stuff. I'm pretty sure I got something about genetic predisposition on there that I wrote a while ago. So uh, if you just want to dig in with me, um, even if you just scroll through my Facebook and my Instagram, I've talked about genetic predisposition for years. It, 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 the more seeds you get planted about this topic, 
the more you might just say, you know what? I get it. I understand where he's coming from. And this is what I need to do in my life. So just, just go look for it in all those places. If you guys want a copy of 65 or thou shalt eat your way out again, you can always get them on 65book.com, but you can find them pretty much anywhere online where books are sold, uh, depending on where you are. They might even be somewhere in a bookstore. I think that's going to be more local to me, but um, Amazon's, Barnes and Nobles, all that type of stuff, you can you can get your copy. But remember, if you, you know, KQ Publishing is where I publish these through. Um, KQ is Caleb, Kylie, Quincy. Those are my kids. 100% um, independent publishing, minority owned, whatever, all that good stuff. So when you buy this stuff from me, we cut out the middleman. Um, you buy it from Amazon, we, we, we insert a middleman. So if you buy it directly from me, you cut out the middleman. So if you want to consider that at, as you make your purchase, uh, I would appreciate it. All right. Until I talk to y'all again and we talk about number eight for how we're going to age without getting old. God bless.